how is the A7 IV going to be for weddings? Let's discuss that today on the Carolina Photography Podcast. I am Jaeger from Photo17.com, the online home of Carolina Photography. And a lot of people who know me, either online or in person, know I am crazy about the Sony mirrorless cameras. The, I don't know what to call them, SLR style bodies, but there's no lens reflecting. <laughs> We're going to have to come up with a term for that style. But the alpha line with those E-mounts, interchangeable lenses, the full frames, I guess, to categorize them that way, or amongst some of my favorite cameras, the A7R4 is on the way. I wanted to have it by wedding time. I'm not going to have it by wedding time that I've got coming up. That's fine. A7 III is more than enough for me. My favorite camera of 2018. Now, a lot of folks have said, and, and I got to time frame this here. When I first saw a 60 megapixel plus camera, I was like, that's a lot. That's brilliant. That's great. I've heard some people say, that's too much camera for me. Then my dad, who's not even in the cameras, is like, no, it's not. It's not too much camera. <laughs> and then so like in a week, I flip flop from, yeah, to, yeah, it's got a lot of camera back to, no, it's not too much camera. Let me explain as myself and my dog Renegade sit here trying to stay cool at the end of summertime. 60 megapixels is great for when you want to blow things up large or maybe print things out to a good solid size over 8 by 10. It really can go even further than that. I'm talking maybe like 24 by 36 size. When you start getting in there, those higher megapixels, everybody knows are going to come in handy. But I'm also starting to think further down the line about <clears throat> printing photos out and displaying them in ways they were not intended. I had to recently put together a photo album, and I went with a little bit larger size than I normally would on those. And I was not running into like issues as far as image quality, but I was like, if I wanted this book to be a little bit bigger on the format of the book to have a different print to it in some ways or something like that. Some of those fancier style books that you can get. I was not sure I would have the best for print quality. So having those megapixels definitely wouldn't hurt there. Where they do hurt is trying to photograph that quote unquote running gun style where you're moving, moving, moving and moving fast, having to deal with a buffer on those Sony cameras not a problem, not a deal breaker. It's definitely not really desirable and with 60 megapixels, but this is where something that I completely forgot about comes to mind. You can do compressed raw, which I frowned upon on the A7 III, but on the A7R4, that feature suddenly is a whole lot more viable to mix in when running around doing weddings and also doing video too. So there's a lot of settings for a camera to have and to try to keep track of in your mind. Am I shooting compressed raw? Am I shooting full raw? Am I in video mode, 24p or 60p frames per second, or am I uh, 120? That kind of thing can get to be a bit much. You can, of course, route things. A lot of Sony, you know, get your hotkeys where you want them and set that camera up just how you want it. So hopefully by the time you come to do a gig, you will be good to go with it. But I feel like that camera's going to be fantastic for... <laughs> Of course it's going to be fantastic, but just the, the method of using it is what I was really wanting to hop in here and chat with you about real quick. It's always exciting with new SLR body styles, <laughs> lack of a better frame, like a better, for lack of a better phrase comes out. But I am, of course, not like exclusive to anybody. Nobody has paid me off or anything in the camera realm. I want everybody, Sony Nikon, Panasonic. Uh, Canon, of course. I want everyone to be doing quite well. A little bit more on Canon here in a second, because they also had, which I thought were fine announcements, and I'll tell you why I'm not super thrilled with 
their camera announcements here in one second. To wrap up on my thoughts on the Sony, I cannot wait to get my hands on A7 R4. The A7 III will be used here for uh, the next wedding that I've got coming up in just a couple of weeks. And I brought a showcase that we're working on putting together. Of course, they're going to be on display right there, where I hopefully will have more details for that for you in the future. So please keep checking us out right here. I love the Sony cameras, obviously. I do think those lenses are overpriced. Like, I think a lot of lenses are overpriced. The bodies, um, <laughs> I'm not going to say they're too cheap, like some people say, because they most definitely are not. Those are expensive, fancy cameras in that 2000 4000 and a little bit more in taxes, fees, insurance kind of range. Those cameras are a good bit. Also had the thought of, like, in some larger markets here in New York, LA, is obviously the whole running out gear thing that is definitely a thing. I can't speak on those too much because I haven't been in a situation to do it where, say, I have an A7R4, I want to rent it out, and those uh, full-frame cameras and that uh, SLR, DSLR body style, I guess I should throw the D on there, even though I don't even think the SLR <laughs> naming is a good name. Uh, those I find from about 18 months to two... 24. So we'll say a year and a half, two years. Those are kind of okay to get some renting off of. When you go around something like 10,000 and up, you can prolong that a little bit longer. I'm changing subjects completely right here. But I'm just trying to think of ways like to make money back off of these cameras when you're not doing a gig. Because, yeah, I want to be shooting. I'm concerned about renting them out for insurance reasons. That's a whole mess. Complete and total cluster mess. To deal with some of the rental companies are trying to get better with covering things up to twenty thousand dollars. If you've got a rig over twenty thousand dollars, by rig I mean the camera lenses, everything that goes along with it, memory cards, batteries, uh, maybe it is rigged up in some kind of container or something that you got a contraption. <laughs> Call that a rig. Um, some won't insure you over the twenty grand mark. But if you're dealing in those kind of things, I don't believe you're renting to any and everybody. In that kind of situation. I mean, even a $6,000 kit, you probably aren't renting to any and everybody. So definitely there's going to be some background type checks. And I don't mean like, uh, like criminal per se. It's more like, hey, do you have a clue what you would be doing with this very expensive gear? There's just some general questions you would know. Like, for example, with Sony's, the older ones, you would probably be aware if you're used to Sony's, the overheating problem and how terrible they were, how the... Electronic viewfinder kind of worked in principle, but not super practical all the time. And how Sony was probably just thought as an afterthought in the camera niche for so long until now they dominate that mirrorless full frame body space. So, you know, it'd be like kind of things like that that in your so called screening process, you probably can chat with somebody about and they will know a thing or two about them. They would be familiar somewhat with what they're renting from you. So that <laughs> your gear hopefully doesn't walk off. Now, if the criminals are smart and well-versed in some things, then, oh gosh, that's a whole other story. But the A7 III is going to be my camera for weddings. And until I get my hands on the A7R4, I cannot wait to get to it. But I feel like those larger megapixels will not go unused, especially since I'm getting to a point now. I want to print more, and I don't want things to just sit on a hard drive as much as they have. So, for weddings, maybe throw it into the compressed raw format. Definitely keep it in raw. 
uh, and try to do your running and gunning that away. That could be a way to go with it. The microphone, which they don't have a really great name for yet, is also intriguing me, that digital mic, and it works only with the A7R4. So I was like, great, I can test this out. No, I cannot rent this and test this out. It only works with one camera that will not be out by the time my wedding date arrives. What is going to be around, I think, it's not really going to matter, I'm not going to shoot with these, is the EOS M6 Mark II from Canon. Their smaller mirrorless camera, which I guess they try to position as their vlogging camera, with a detachable electronic viewfinder. And, of course, the brand spanking new 90D from Canon. Yeah, digital SLR. Now I can't use the SLR terms properly. Problem with that. Um... The Mark II M6 850 body only. The 90D is 11.99 body only. Why in the world, agreeing with Jared Poland, did they not just combine these two cameras? Because that M6 mount is just kind of in the way, for lack of a better way to phrase that. Like, I just do not know. You did need two mirrorless mounts. And then on the new full-frame mirrorless cameras from Canon. is completely different mount. The <laughs> R mount. It's, it's like, what? what? <laughs> like, you fragmented the audience a, a bit on that, and it just didn't need to be that way. And these two new cameras are fine. I like them. I don't think I would have dropped $1199 on the 90D. Uh, 80D was popular amongst a lot of people. I'm not going to discount that, that camera. The video on those cameras are also nice as well. I think the M6 looks slightly better to my eye, even though you can get way better lenses on the 90D. So, I mean, it, it, can, it can balance out. It's, they're both good. Both good uh, in that department. And they are both shooting full frame, as a matter of fact. I mean, not full frame. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not full frame. Not cropped. There we go. They're not cropping uh the 4k on those cameras so that's what i'm trying to say Whew, these terms get mixed up a lot even by me and i'm supposed to know what i'm talking about but that's the show just want to touch in and talk a little bit about the sony a7r4 i hope i pronounced it right in the beginning of the video and didn't mix up my letters and numbers it's been a little while podcasting we're back I will talk with you a little bit later on in live. Thank you for listening. Hang out with me at photo17.com, Facebook, Carolinas Photography, um, Instagram, Carolinas Photography, Twitter, Carolinas Photo, photo17.com. Also on Facebook, because that's got like two names. You can you can find them both ways. Type in Jager too. I will talk with you all a little bit later on. Hopefully everything is going well. Hopefully friends of mine okay dealing with the hurricane best wishes to all of us because i'm here in carolina going through it with you so until we talk hopefully a little bit better weather next time here on the carolina photography podcast